Welcome to Alphabet Flight, your encyclopedic journey through the Marvel Universe, where we go over every character you know and love and have forgotten along the way. I'm your co-host, Jordan, and with me is uh, someone who has just learned to not be mute, Rob. Uh, yes, you, you can actually see my response via the uh, the holographic symbols floating over my head. Yes, which is very great for a podcast medium. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so today we're talking about Artie Maddox. Uh, do you know who Artie Maddox is, Rob? Uh, yes, he is. I mean, he's a, a small boy who has a large, pink, lumpy head. Yeah. Let's see. By the time this is coming out, the Leech episode has already been out for a while. Okay. But H- H- Leech and Artie have always been kind of like a pair in a lot of comics. They're a double right? act. Yeah. So, like, where you see Leech, you almost always see Artie around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me give you his uh, his stats here. Uh, his real name is Arthur Artie Maddox. Occupation, student. Identity, publicly known. Legal status, citizen of the United States with no criminal record. Still a minor. Other aliases, not known. Place of birth, unrevealed. And marital status is single, which is thankful because he's still a child. Known relatives are Carl Maddox, father, deceased. Group affiliation, New Mutants, Exterminators, and Trainee of X-Factor. And his base of operations is X-Factor's ship. And ship is in quotations because I believe that is... They are that is at, the name of the ship. Yeah, it's the it's the apocalypse living thing ship that they took residence in after after X-Factor's mm. like, started, right? Mm-hmm. That's the ship named Ship. <laughs> and his first appearance... Uh, happens to be in, uh, as I said in very early, in X-Factor. X-Factor number two, Bless the Beasts and Children. Ooh, and some, uh, some fun cover copy on this one as well, although it does he's, not involve Artie Maddox at all. No, no, he's nowhere to be found. It's just it's just uh, Angel, Marvel Girl, and Cyclops fighting... Uh, oh, and I... Man, I didn't see him there for a second. Fighting a really big guy, because that's who Tower was. You, you might say it's a desperate battle of life and death, X-Factor, versus the mutant menace of Tower. Uh, they don't really do much cover copy these days, do they? No, not as much. I mean, not not that the uh, the you know image of uh, the images of the covers are really not you know wrong or anything like that. I mean, like they are great, but I kind of do miss sometimes the the silly like you know ad that they ads and and. Uh, patter, I guess you could say, that they use for, for comics. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, that's just <laughs> that's just uh, a small tangent here. Yes. Uh, anyways, so his history goes is as follows. His, Dr. Carl Maddox was once the head geneticist working for the research f- firm known as the Brand Corporation, a subdivision of the Roxxon Oil Cor- Corporation. Maddox was also secretly in the employ of the second incarnation of the subversive organization known as the Secret Empire. Well, oh, I forgot. Of- Marvel has some of the greatest names for evil organizations. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
Henry P. McCoy, a talented young biochemist who was secretly the mutant known as the Beast, took a position at Brand and there concocted a chemical that could induce mutations. McCoy later ingested this chemical himself, causing him to mutate into his fur-covered, more animalistic form. As punishment for the failure of his attempt to steal the formula for the mutagenic chemical, Secret Empire agents shot Maddox and left him in a roadside ditch to die. But unknown to them, Maddox was found and taken taken to a hospital. During his recovery, the second Secret Empire was destroyed. Hence, Maddox was no longer needed to fear the retaliation. Which, I guess, is lucked out, you know? Go in a coma, come out, and your employees are gone. Yep. Maddox took a new job at Ryan Research Incorporated outside Atlanta, Georgia. He was joined in Georgia by his young son, Arthur. Carl Maddox's wife had died earlier. On his 11th birthday, Artie's own latent mutations first manifested themselves, grotesquely altering his physical appearance and rendering him mute. I mean... He looks out of the ordinary, but I wouldn't say he's grotesque. We're kind of using uh, maybe more ableist language than yeah. today. Like like how they probably wouldn't refer to Madame Webb in the last episode as an invalid or that her arms are useless. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, so hiding, hiding Artie from public view, Carl Maddox was determined to restore his son to normalcy. I, it's, oh, jeez. Uh, sorry. It's just... It's his son. He's fine. Uh, unable to make enough progress on his own, Dr. Maddox decided to force Henry McCoy, whose identity as the Beast was now publicly known, to help him. Uh, apparently, Dr. Maddox believed McCoy would never aid him voluntarily. Dr. Maddox hired Tower, a superhuman mutant being examined at Ryan Research, to abduct McCoy. Tower did so, and then Dr. Maddox contacted the organization known as X-Factor to persuade them to capture Tower. At the time, X-Factor was publicly believed to be an organization of mutant hunters. In fact, it was headed by the Beast's friends and partners, the original members of the X-Men. I forget if he actually knew that, or or he was basically trying to cover his own tracks and it just kind of ended up, oh, I accidentally called his friends in. It's hard to remember because mm. uh, I actually did like read the synopsis of the of the of the comic that that this is talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Maddox showed a copy of his work in trying to find a chemical formula to reverse the effects of mutation to the captive beast. As Doctor Maddox had predicted, the beast began mentally solving the pr- problems that had stymied Maddox as an intellectual exercise. Doctor Maddox had already used his new mutant powers to project upon a screen a vision of the formulas that McCoy was working on. Oh. Sure, it's fine for him to use it when it helps you. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Dr. Maddox was then able to concoct a chemical to reverse the effects of mutation. The workings of this chemical chemical remain unknown. Exactly how Dr. Maddox can alter some of his subject's genes but no others has not been disclosed. Dr. Maddox decided to use McCoy himself as a subject, subjecting him both to the new chemical and to radiation treatments. Tower told X-Factor about Dr. Maddox, and X-Factor went to Ryan Research to rescue the beast. McCoy was now comatose as a result of Dr. Maddox's experiments. Distraught over McCoy's condition, Artie wanted no part of his father's experiments to cure him. X-Factor broke into Dr. Maddox's laboratory at Ryan and confronted Dr. Maddox, who told them his story. Knowing that Ryan's security forces were coming, and fearful that they would kill his free- <clears throat> his, his pink-colored son yeah, before he could stop them, Dr. Maddox had X-Factor take Artie and McCoy to safe, 
safety while he remained behind as a distraction. When the security for- forces arrived at the at his laboratory, Dr. Maddox fired a gun at them, and they shot him. Dr. Maddox is presumably now dead. Uh, the beast, as a result of Dr. Maddox's treatments, lost his furry form. Was this the first time he went back to human? Yes, this is the first time he went back to being just a, a dude. Okay. Uh, reverting to his previous more human one. However, since then, the beast has regained his fur-covered bestial appearance. Uh, X-Factor took the orphan Artie into their charge, hoping to train him in the use of his powers. Artie and the other young X-Factor trainees became a team known as the Exterminators, which has recently been incorporated into the team called the New Mutants. At present, however, Artie is attending school rather than participating regularly on adventures with the New Mutants. And that's all we have... Uh, here from the eighty nine update with, with Artie. Yeah, he's uh, he's had a bit of a rise since then. He he, he uh, in the nineties he was hanging out with um, Generation X for a while. Yeah, and then in the aughts he hooked up with uh, the Future Foundation, where he and Leech yeah. uh, became pals with Franklin Richards. And uh, I yeah, and we actually we kind of touched on that too because uh, me and Faith talked about uh, Willie Lumpkin. And yes. mentioned how he was teaching, help teaching the kids at the Future Foundation at one point, and he was in the classroom with with Leech and Smoloids and uh, oh, I forget what the 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 those oh, fish oh, the, uh, kids the, the, the Uhari, Uhari, yes, U H A R I. I'm not entirely sure, but the pronunciation they often just call them the fish kids. <laughs> oh, I just did a big reread of that series, so it's all pretty fresh for me. Yeah, I also. Uh, also, the fact that they called that series FF kind of makes it a little harder for me to find find yes. specific things about it. it but um, so let's go over some of the, his physical characteristics here. His height is four feet two inches, weight sixty seven pounds, eyes no visible pupils, hair none. Strength level: Artie Medix possesses the normal human strength of a boy of his age, height, and build who engages in moderate regular exercise. Uh, his known superhuman powers is that Artie Maddox is a mutant with various superhuman telepathic abilities. Artie Maddox communicates by creating visual images of whatever and whoever he conceives mentally. Artie can also create a telepathic mind leak with another human being, though through which he can read that person's mind and scan it, their memories. Then Artie can also use his mental powers to paralyze a person with whom he is maintaining a mind link. The limits of the range over which Artie can maintain a mind lake are unknown, but apparently extend at least over the area of a major city. Artie's eyes often glow when he utilizes his mental powers. And as far as I think he actually uh, lost his powers during M-Day. And yes. Not his appearance. Day. No. And then I think Reed Richards built him a helmet that gives him the same powers. Yeah, so like during future... And that was during the Future Foundation things right mm-hmm. um that i also knows i was like doing some double you know research and stuff like that uh he showed up on krakoa so he's and apparently his powers were restored like they i don't think they ever like you know explained how it happened it's just that now that he's on krakoa they're back yes but uh, apparently there's a note here where he uh, trained in the quarry where he lost against Leech during Silver Samurai's dojo. Or de- so I guess they were teaching them how to fight. Mm-hmm. Didn't, they never been much of a fi- fighter. No, either. no. I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, kids taking a karate class. 
Yeah. Uh, can you imagine that though, like a kid's karate class taught by the Silver Samurai? Ooh, yeah, that's. Oh. Uh... You're lucky if you're just get, getting punished by having to wax the guy's car. Uh, anyways, uh, so I think that's pretty much it here about uh, Artie. Is there anything you'd like to add? Uh, I can't think of anything else. This is, uh, you know, he's, he's a fun character. I, I enjoyed yeah. him in uh, in the Fantastic Four and FF books. Yeah, as, as far as I recall, Artie's always been like a very, you know, a very good kid. You know, like he's yeah. he's... He's never been like over precocious, and he's always been heartwarming. So he's like, yes. he's like, he's never been like overused, and he's never worn out his stay. So, mm. so I think that's what like nice. Like he's one like him and Leech have been a pretty good pair through all the times that they've shown up in the comics. Yes. All right. Is there anything you'd like to plug? All right, so I'm also on a Transformers podcast, uh, Stasis Pod. We're currently going episode by episode through the second season of Transformers Rescue Bots. And I'm also on the official Marvel research team. Uh, we produce the uh, the Marvel handbooks and uh, do other research projects for Marvel. If you uh, stop by your local comic shop, they may still have a copy of our King in Black handbook covering Marvel's most scintillating symbiotes, including a truly gigantic uh, Venom update by yours truly. Only there will you find out how Venom poops. Uh, the mysteries of the universe explained. That's right. <laughs> All right. You can find Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram uh, uh, under the title Alphabet Flight, all one word. We also have a Patreon where most of the f- funding from that right now will go to help uh, produce more episodes and help Jesse repair his poorly dis- battered computer. Uh, any bit can help. Uh, and with that, may Khonshu protect you in all your night travels. Goodbye. Good night. Good night.